name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Blessed Apostles Fast, and as you know, the feast is coming in a few days. And so, this gospel is a perfect gospel to kind of put us in the mindset of what this feast is about, what this fast was about, and who we're actually called to be. In this gospel, our Lord famously sent them two by two into the world in order to be, to be apostles. And what does the word apostle mean? When we think about that word, our mind goes to certain people. Apostle means St. Paul, St. Peter, the disciples. All of these people, we, we kind of look at them and say, okay, these are the apostles, and these are who they are, and that's their role that, that's given to them, and that's it. There was only 70 apostles, and no more since. But if you notice in the creed, and any time we talk about our church, we say the church is one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. So what does the word apostle mean? What is the definition of the word apostle? The word apostle simply means messenger. It simply means a messenger. Somebody who has received a message and is called to deliver a message. That's all it is. St. Mark, we say in the absolutions and we say in, uh, in the uh, commemoration, we mention he's an apostle and martyr. And what do we know about St. Mark? He brought the message of Christ, right? He was with our Lord. And then he brought it to Egypt and shared the message. That's all he did. He shared the good news. And so what is this message that these apostles are sharing? Like, what is the message? Did each of them get a different message? Did they have one message? And you kind of see in this gospel that the message is love. That's all it is. We are called, every single person here, every single person here has received a message that they know that God is love, They've received that. They've experienced God's love in some way through blessings, through different situations in their life. They know that God loves them. Everybody here. Because if we didn't know God loves us, it would be hard for us to come and attend liturgy. So everybody here knows that God loves them. Now, if you know that God loves you, then our role as Christians, our role as apostles, is to now share that message. Go out and share that message. That message can be shared by speaking, but it's more effective by action. The message is more effective when you show love. And you kind of see what our Lord here, he gave them specific directions. And we're going to go over these directions that he gave and see how this applies in our life and what this means for us. So the first thing we notice is there's a big group of them and he sent them two by two. He sent them two by two. Now the question is why? Why not just one, you cover more space. 
You send one person, one person, one person, you're covering more land, you're covering more people. But there's a concept, there's, in order to be able to be a messenger of love, you need to show love to each other. There has to be a, a situation where they can also see the love between these two apostles. When we talk about God is love, we know that God is love from the scripture. We know that God is love because, because of what he's done for us and how he shows us through his loving actions. But we also know that God is love because of his nature. In the Trinity, it's, the Trinity is love in essence. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, their bond, their oneness is in love. And so when we see this, we're able to experience it. So the true, the true way, one person can't love himself. Like one person cannot be an expression of love. He can share, he can explain, he can share about experiences of love in the past, or this and that, but he sent them two by two so that they may see God's love in their unity. Now, he didn't just send them two by two. Sometimes we think he just sent them and he said, go figure it out. It's beautiful where it says, send them two by two before his face where he himself was about to go. God was with them. Was he there physically with them? No. But the Holy Spirit was with them. He went before them. And he went and shared in this love. He went and shared in this mission. Because these apostles cannot reveal love if they're not united with God. The second thing, or before we get to the second thing, what does this mean for us? When he, how are we sent two by two? And I look at this as everywhere we go, whether we're with our friends, with our family, with our, with our husbands or wives, anywhere we go, we ought to reveal love, show love. We want the people in this world, when they experience you, they feel that you have something different. Not because of anything you've said, but because of the way you show love, because of your care, and knowing that God is with us everywhere we go. Secondly, he mentioned something which is, I think, a very difficult saying. He says, the harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. I was just, there was a, we just, last week, there was a clergy family retreat. So we're all sitting together with other priests and their families and we're talking and we're sitting at a table and then one priest says, oh, you guys, you have five priests now. Uh, things, are, things, are, things are probably so easy now. And I'm like, we're, we're just starting three liturgies next week. So like, <laughs> and it doesn't change the amount of people, right? The harvest is plenty. The labors are few. This is, our, our Lord said this, this will never change. 
The harvest will always be plenty and the labors will always be few. There will never be in a, in a Sunday school class more servants than youth. It will never happen. If, the, if that ever happens, there's something very, very wrong. It will never be a situation where the service becomes easy. A basketball team is not going to have more coaches than players. It won't happen. There's always going to be more in need than those who are able to fulfill that need in anything that we do. Now the idea is, now that we know this, now that we've experienced it, now that we believe it, truly, truly believe it, what do we do about it? That means we all ought to work harder. All of us. Me first and foremost. Every single one of us needs to do more. To show love because the harvest is plentiful. We're always outnumbered. And it's not only the people in the church. Now we feel like the number in the church, like when we're, we're trying to continue updating the database and all this stuff to keep track and... And that's nice, and that's good. But what about outside of these doors? What about our neighbors? What about the people of Northridge? What about the people of the San Fernando Valley? How much is now the number of laborers versus harvest? It makes no sense. And so for us, knowing this information, we need to do, need to do more. Now the next thing, is he says, you're going unto lambs among wolves. You would think, okay, Jesus, you're sending us to these places, you're sending us to serve, you're sending us to the Sunday school class, you're sending us to the service, you're sending us, it should be very easy. I understand we're outnumbered, you've already told us that, but it should be easy. What is the, what is the, the expression, lambs, among wolves mean? Why, why that expression? If you look at that, if, if you kind of take a zoom out and, and look at that expression, lambs, like they're, they're in the field, the wolves kind of cover themselves and are going, slithering past them or through them to kind of hide themselves within the group. And this is what happens. There are wolves among lambs. Inside the church, inside Sunday school classes, inside, there are wolves. Who's this wolf? Who's the master wolf? The devil. The devil's trying to always affect us. It happens all the time. We have to be wise. How do we handle that? How do we handle that? He says, be careful. It's not going to be easy. Now, I feel like many of us, when we go out and show love, and we get confronted by a wolf, we, we get upset and we leave. That's not, that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to experience this and learn from it and go around it and avoid the wolves in order to continue God's work. The devil is consistently working. 
is consistently working. Now we have to work harder and smarter. The fourth thing he says, carry nothing. Now you would think when our Lord is sending us with this message, he's sending us now with stuff. What are you going in with? He's saying no money bag, no knapsack, not even sandals. Like don't, don't take anything with you. Why would our Lord tell us to spread the message of love, the message of healing, and not take anything with us? The, the biggest reason is because if we depend on anything else, we're not depending on Him. Money is not going to show love. Yes, if you use that money in an action of love, fine, but you're not going to pay for somebody to feel God's love or heal that person with your, with your money. You're not going to convince somebody by the stuff that you have. You're going to reveal God's love by sharing God's love. That's it. Don't take anything else with you. Don't take anything else with you. Those who've been on service trips before in the past, when we go from house to house in these villages, whether in Egypt or Kenya or Bolivia or anywhere you go, and you go to these small houses, these small like huts, you're kind of just walking in and you're thinking to yourself, okay, let's wait. We have a message of love and we're going in. We don't hand out anything. We don't hand out anything. The most we do is we have somebody walking around in our group that has some candy for the kids. And so that's it. But you should see their faces after. Not because of anything we said. Not because of our preaching ability. It's because of our act of love. Giving somebody a hug that has not been hugged. Talking to somebody who has not been talked to. Listening to somebody who has not found somebody to listen to them. All of these things are ways to show God's love. The next thing he says is bring peace to this house. We're in, an, we're in, a, in a place where there's no peace. Society, no peace. Sometimes in our families, no peace. With our friends, no peace. In our schools, no peace. In our work, no peace. Who's responsible for bringing that peace? We are. We are. That's why St. John Chrysostom says that when we come to the liturgy, we take the body and blood of Jesus Christ, it's not just for us. It's not a selfish thing only. Yes, we receive it, we're transformed by it, but we share. And he talks about the liturgy after the liturgy. There's no liturgy after liturgy. This is the last liturgy of the day. But it's the liturgy in the sense of the work of uh, the people, us, going out and doing God's work, which we received, the grace of God that we received, the message of love that we've received. Now we go and share it. We go help people. We ask about people. You know how many people are so upset coming to church every single day because no one asks about them? No one asks about them. Some people say, Abuna, I haven't been to church in two months. Not a single person has called. Not a single person asked about me. 
or my son or my daughter has not been to Sunday school in X amount of years. No one's asked about them. No one cares about them. And what do you say? What do you say to that? These are the types of ways to show love, to ask about people, to check on people. Even if you see them at church, maybe they just come and they leave. We all are in need of community and love. And this is really, really important to remember. The last thing our Lord says is to return with joy. What is the goal of showing love? What is the end goal? That's all it is, showing love. There is no, our goal is not to convert. That's not our goal. Our goal is not to change anybody's life. Our goal is to show love. Whatever happens, happens. God is the one doing the work. For us to go there and to see God doing the work is enough for us. When you pray for somebody and you feel, and they feel better, how does that make you feel? Feels great. Not because you've done anything. It's because you're asking God to do something and you saw a miracle happen. So our role is to not change anything. We're not here to change any results. Our role is to love. And once we love, we return with joy. Now what if we get rejected? What if you show love to somebody? What if you ask for forgiveness for somebody? What if you ask about somebody? What if you try to be nice to somebody and you get rejected? Of course that never happens. Of course it always happens. People reject. Our Lord, so, our Lord was telling the disciples, you're going to go in there, you're going to heal people. You're going to go and share God's message with them. And they're going to reject you. Did our Lord say, get mad at them, fight them, yell at them, argue back with them, try to convince them what they're doing is wrong? No. Return with joy. Dust off your sandals. Step away. Return with joy. You will get rejected. We live in a society that the message of love is distorted with all of these topics of what a man is, what a woman is, what marriage is, all of these aspects, what true love is. And so the idea is, okay, what if somebody asks you what you feel, what you think? What is, what is your belief? Should we be scared? We're not rejecting anybody. We're just receiving the message from God and revealing it. What if you get rejected? What if you get yelled at? He told you it's going to happen. The apostles didn't go in and everybody was like welcoming them into their homes and everybody's like, oh, please baptize me. No, no, that didn't happen. They struggled. But that's what a true Christian does. They struggle. So as we celebrate the apostles' feast on Wednesday, let's take these next few days to really see how am I being an apostle? How am I being a messenger? As we look at St. Peter and St. Paul, which we celebrate on Wednesday, these are the apostles we celebrate on Wednesday. And all the stuff that they've done, 
How can we be like them here in the valley, in our schools, at our work, in our family? And let's think about that and so that we can truly celebrate the Feast of the Apostles and glory be to God forever. Amen.